Hey, thank you so much for checking out our Spotify. And in today's episode, we are going to be sharing with you a live free web class that we did to a very, very select few people. And this is completely available and free on our Telegram group. But what we did was technical analysis 101, how to use supports and resistances. So we catered is just specifically for beginners and people that don't know how to use technical analysis. So we hope that you enjoy this episode. And if you do enjoy this episode, leave our Spotify five-star review, subscribe to our YouTube channel and join the Telegram group. That's the most important because we give daily market updates, numbers, and we give free live sessions every Thursday, either Thursday 8 p.m. or Thursday 9 p.m. So I, I'm just going to hop right into the episode right now. And thanks so much for joining us. Welcome to the Coin Hash Show, where we discuss everything when it comes to crypto, trading, technical analysis, IDOs, ICOs, money, entrepreneurship, and many more. With the goal of helping you make sense of the crypto market and finally find success in a market filled with mess and confusion. All right, so welcome everybody to CoinHash Technical Analysis 101 Support and Resistances. All right, so I'm really excited for everybody over here. Uh, what I'll be doing is I'll be posting this on YouTube and Spotify. So for those of you that couldn't make it or have to leave halfway, uh, I will go ahead and post it on YouTube and Spotify so that you can get a recap of this. So I just want to preface this by saying that this presentation is, like I mentioned, 100% going to be for beginners. So if you're not a beginner, if let's say you're someone really, really advanced, then it's going to be completely useless for you. So just going to be upfront here. Uh, like I mentioned, I'll give you maybe three seconds to leave if you are not a beginner, but I'll be showing you how to go ahead and do supports and resistances um, during this whole presentation. All right, so first things first, and I need to get this out of the way, like this is not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor. This is purely for entertainment purposes only. And if you would like to do anything in the market for legal reasons, please speak to a financial advisor. He will be able to advise you best. So the overview of today's presentation, it's gonna be five important things. First thing is what is support and resistance? Second thing is why is it important to use support and resistance? Third thing is how to plot support and resistance. Right, because that's the most important thing, right? If you don't know how to plot it, then you're completely useless. Number four is what is the difference between short time frame and longer time frame support and resistances? And number five is the risk of using just support and resistance in trading. All right, it's really, really important for you to understand that in trading, you can use and understand multiple indicators at one point in time. And if more indicators confluence on one specific trade outcome, then that specific trade outcome is more likely to happen. Let me give you an example. If let's say support and resistances um, show that, hey, okay, maybe only one of the things, uh, maybe one support, only support and resistance says that it's going up. The rest say it's going to go down, right? And it goes sideways. Like it's very, very clear that support and resistance is not the best to use it alone, but it is in confluence with a lot of other things. And support resistance is really one of the most basic things you need to understand in the market. Uh, Caleb asked if I can get the slide deck. Yes, so what I'll be doing, Caleb, is I understand that people have busy schedules. So what I'll do is I will put the slide deck in the Telegram channel and upload this in the Telegram channel as well after I put it on YouTube. So not to worry. All right, so... First things first is what is support and resistance? All right, so support is this bottom line over here and resistance is this top, I guess, line or range over here. 
All right, so support is a point at which the price is unlikely to break below. And at this price point, there is a lot of long buyers based on previous price. All right, so what the hell does that mean? Okay, so it basically means, layman terms, that once a price hits roughly this range, it rarely goes underneath. And most of the time, it kind of reverses. So let me give you an example. Support is here. It doesn't go below this. It bounces back up. Support is here. It kind of goes below this, but it bounces back up again. Same thing. Support here bounces back up. Support here bounces back up. It, by definition, is not for reversal patterns, but it's usually for reversals. That means at supports, we usually put a long over here and the market usually goes up after that. Right? That is basically what support means. And resistance is the complete opposite of that. It is a point at which the price is unlikely to break above. And at this price, it is short bias based on previous prices. What that basically means in layman terms is a resistance is a price that is too high that it will not break over. Right? So if you look here, the price doesn't break over this point. Price wicks above this point, but doesn't break after it goes down. Price doesn't break this point. Price kind of breaks it, but goes back down again and price doesn't break this point. So that is the support and resistance. Uh, those in the chat, if you are confused, please ask your questions. But if you're not confused, I will, I will go on, All right? So that's what basically means. Support is a low price that people feel like it's a good time to buy and that's why the price goes up. And resistance is a price where most people feel it's too high and they often sell. That's why the price goes down, all right? So that's what basically means, all right? If no questions in the chat, I assume this is fine. Now, I want to answer this question, which is, how come people keep saying, if you've seen on like, you know, WhatsApp or like TikTok or YouTube, if Bitcoin breaks XYZ price, it is going to go up or it's going to go all the way down. So what does that mean? It basically means simple support and resistance charts. Now, this is not 100% accurate. Like there are a lot of other indicators they use, but you know, if you're a beginner, then this is something which can help you understand this. So let's say, for example, if Bitcoin manages to break the previous resistance over here, right? So over here, they were kind of like a resistance on the day chart, not really, but kind of like a resistance. So the price rarely broke above this 40 plus K mark, but once it did break the 40 plus K mark and tested the 40 K mark, it just went on an upward spiral all the way up to 64 K. All right, and that's what it means. Once it breaks a resistance, chances are it's going to go up to find a new resistance. That means if let's say you trade based on support and resistances and it breaks through, then it's a very, very clear indicator that chances are the whole thing is going to toll or the whole thing is going to, it's going to moon. All right, same for support. The reason why people always say like, okay, Bitcoin 30K, Bitcoin 30K, it's because Bitcoin has tested the 30K mark multiple times over the past few months. And the moment it breaks down, people tend to get panicky and start selling and therefore the price just keeps going down and down. But a lot of people also see 30K as a good price to buy because look, 30K is 50% from the 64K. Do we personally believe that 30K is the lowest? No, but... I'm going to leave that to another day. So, but here's the thing, right? So support, it breaks, it doesn't rarely breaks below 30K, rarely breaks below the 30K. It wicked down 28, wicked down as well, but barely breaks, barely breaks and it goes back up. 
And again, so what that means is that let's say Bitcoin crosses this like 42 to 44 range, you, most likely it's going to go up even further. And if Bitcoin crosses this about 30K range, most likely it's going down even further. All right. So if any one point, at any one point in time you are lost, please do stop me in the chat. I will go here and re-explain it. But if not, I will move on to the next slide, which is why is it important to use supports and resistances? All right, you know what supports and resistances are now. So why is it important to use supports and resistance? The first reason why is because it gives you a good general sensing of how the market is moving. All right, that means if let's say it is at a resistance point, chances are it's going to go down. If it is at a support point, chances are it's going to go up. All right, and how it works is that these price points are based on mass belief and it plays very heavily on consumer psychology. That means these are not random points that happen because of ABC. These are points because as a retail investor, as someone that doesn't understand technical analysis, they believe that, okay, at 30K, this is a good price to buy. And that's why it is a support. And same thing, people believe that 40K for Bitcoin is a good price to sell. They think the price is too high and that's why they want to sell and that's why it becomes a resistance. So that's how support and resistances work. It is because of retail investors that don't know anything when it comes to technical analysis and that's why they just go by gut feeling. They just feel it like, okay, uh, 30K is low, 40K is high. So I buy, sell based on these ranges. Of course, sometimes it doesn't work, but if let's say you're looking opportunities in the market, usually what people do is they buy at supports and they sell at resistances or they long at support and short at resistances. Both are okay if you're using futures, but for simplicity's sake, I'm just going to say buy and sell. All right? So what it means for support and resistance is that we are basically using people's lack of understanding of these theories and trading based of these information asymmetries. Basically, what this means is that people don't know we make money off this uh, lack of knowledge. All right? I know it's a very, very disgusting thing to say, but the market is a zero-sum game. So what that means is that if someone loses $10 million, someone else will make $10 million. So that's basically how it works. So someone has to lose for you to win, and that's why you would try to be as, I guess, educated as possible so that you win these trades. So the most important thing is how in the world do you plot support and resistances? All right, so I'm just going to give you a very simple step-by-step -step process and I will show you a video right after this so that you can know exactly what it means. But this is what it basically is. So step one is we try to look for strong supports and resistances. All right, what is strong? Strong means that it rarely breaks above the resistance or below the support. I repeat, strong means that it rarely breaks above the resistance uh, below the support. So what you do is you try to go for a longer time frame chart. So step one is zoom out to the one-day chart. All right, repeat. Step one is zoom out to the one-day chart. Step two is look at the prices on the right-hand side of the corner of the trading view screen. All right, like I mentioned, it's very, very basic. So make sure you zoom out to one day and look at the prices. And then step three is look out for price points where, you know, the prices rarely go above or below. And then step four is draw a horizontal line based on these points. So I'll just show you how this works through a video. Click on the top right hand corner of tradingview.com, you will find this symbol search. If you cannot hear, let me know. BTC USDT and find Binance. 
okay, you will be brought to this screen. What you need to do is you need to change this to one day and scroll out. And then because the charts look messy, you need to press here and bring it down like that. Okay, so once you zoom in, you will look at something like this. Okay, so how do you plot support and resistances? Step number one is like I mentioned, look out to the one day chart. Step number two is find price points where the prices barely go underneath. So if you look here, I see around this 29.30k mark that the price of Bitcoin has rarely went underneath over the past few months. So what I do is I click here, I click horizontal line, and I find a point roughly here, and then I plot the line. Okay, like I mentioned, this is extremely simplified, but this is how you find supports. Okay, so if you see, there's a little candle wicks down, but it is roughly around these prices where Bitcoin will bounce off. Okay, so how about resistances? So what we do is we look at price points in which Bitcoin rarely goes above and we plot it there. Okay, so you can say it's roughly over here around the 41 range. And if you see over here, Bitcoin didn't go above. This one Bitcoin did. Bitcoin didn't go above, didn't go above. It went a little bit above, but now it's going back down. And so that is how you plot supports and resistances. All right. So that is a very simple video on how to go ahead and plot support and resistances. But um, after this, does anybody have any questions in the chat? Please do bring it up to me so that I can answer as best as possible. I'll give you about 10 seconds. All right. Uh, is it always reliable? All right, thank you. Is support and resistances always reliable? The answer is no, okay? Because very, very clearly over here, you see that if let's say you decided to do a short over here and it went all the way up, you would definitely lose a lot of money. And same thing, if let's say you were to do a, a, a sh maybe, yeah, a sh short over here, you also would lose money if you if you felt like it would push past. So that's why it is not always reliable. Let me just show you later on why I feel it's not always reliable. And uh, that's basically it. All right. So we'll talk about short-term versus long-term timeframe. So that should answer your question whether it's reliable or not. So for a longer time frame, like the one-day time frame or one-week time frame, if you're looking at very, very long stocks, maybe like S&P 500, SPX, right? For a longer time frame, the stronger the support and resistance, uh, that's usually how it works. So for a longer time frame, the stronger the support and resistance. So what stronger means is that it usually doesn't break the support and resistance. So if let's say um, you're looking at a one-day chart, chances are support and resistances are very, very well, um, I guess, taken care of. But the cons is, of course, you have to wait very, very long for supports and resistances to form. And that's why you usually use this for swing trades. So what is the support and resistance zone? All right, so a zone, uh, okay, 
if you see the chart, right, Bitcoin, very, very clearly, uh, let me just skip maybe here. Ah, okay, you see very, very clearly, right, there is candle wicks down here, right? There are candle wicks down here. And what that means is that it, it is not a very simple uniform price, right? It is not a simple uniform price. It is a zone where there is a range of prices for supports and resistances. That's why it is a support and resistance zone. Hope it answered your question. All right, so resistance, it's kind of like this zone. Support is kind of like this zone. That's why it is a zone. That is why it's a range. Support and resistance, for all simplicity's sake, can be a specific price. But the best way to say it, it is that it is a range of prices. Okay, so like I mentioned, a longer time frame will give us stronger support and resistance, but of course, it takes damn long to wait for. That's why we usually use these for swing trades and it's big swing trades with lower leverages. However, the shorter time, the time frame, the faster these supports and resistances form. And the pros is that, of course, I can trade more frequently for those with itchy fingers. But the cons is that it is not as strong a support and resistance. So if you look at shorter time frames, usually... Um, it takes longer. Oh, it, it usually takes faster for supports and resistances to form. Sorry, I'm not sure why it's so laggy, but I can trade more often. So let me just give you an example over here. All right, so this is the 15-minute time frame for Bitcoin. Uh, you see, this is a point of support and resistance. So price point of resistance, price point of support. Roughly, roughly. All right, like I mentioned, it is usually a range, but for all intents and purposes of this video, I'll keep it as simple as possible. It is a price point. All right, so obviously, just very, very clearly note, this is a weak support and resistance graph. Do not copy this. But over here, like I mentioned, resistance is a point on the top where a price usually doesn't go above or if it goes above, it goes back down immediately. And for support, it is a price point at which it rarely goes below. But if it goes uh, below, kind of goes a little bit below. But of course, this is a weak support and resistance. So that's why I don't copy this. So over here, if you were to do very, very short-term trades, like the 15 minutes, so 15-minute candle each, you would try to long over here at a support and close a position at a resistance and flip it to a short and then all the way down to the support again, and then flip it to a long, all the way up to the resistance, and then flip it to a short, all the way down to support, kind of like here, and then flip it to a long, and then go back up to the resistance, and then flip it to a short, all right? So that's basically how it works. You can trade off these graphs of like these up, down, up, down, up, down trends for long and short based on Binance futures. And you can use a relatively higher leverage for this because the time frame is shorter. So if the time frame is longer, usually what we do is we will try to go ahead and use a lower leverage because swings and candle wicks usually happen pretty, pretty often. So that's why we don't want to get stopped out or margin called. So how do you know when it breaks the resistances so you don't flip a short or long? So uh, Caleb, thanks for asking the question. This uh, will not be really covered in this video because there are a lot of other indicators to show you how strong a support and resistances is. Usually we actually use Fibonacci and VPVR to go ahead and check this. But again, I don't want to confuse anybody here. So how you trade is like I mentioned, long over here and then short over here and then long over here and then short over here. 
Okay, so where do we put our stop losses for support and resistances? Usually we put our stop losses uh, slightly below. So we use ATR to actually calculate that. It's pretty interesting. Uh, we're still tweaking the strategy out. So it's not like super, super refined. But for us, usually what we do is we put maybe about 25% stop loss, but we don't use a very, very high leverage. So, I mean, th these are very, very generalized answers. Of course, per trade, we go ahead and look at very, very specific indicators. So again, like I mentioned, you cannot just use support and resistances, but we will try to use, uh, I guess, other indicators as well to go ahead and supplement that. So we personally use ATR to try to not get stopped out by the weeks, but of course it is on a case by case basis. All right. So like I mentioned, this is a very weak support and resistance because look over here, it, tow. it completely tow past this point. Okay, so what is the risk of only using support and resistances? So like I mentioned, if you're trading based off purely support and resistance, you have a good chance of picking the wrong direction. So like I mentioned over here, imagine you longed over here and it completely tow, right? That, that, that's usually what happens for weak supports and resistances on a shorter time frame. So like I mentioned, this is only a general level. All right, there are other indicators that give a very, very accurate indication of price reversals, not just supports and resistances. So think, think about it this way, right? If let's say you only use support and resistance, you are essentially going into exam, studying one out of 10 chapters, and the chance of you passing the exam is 10%. Then the question is this, can you pass the exam? Yes, if they don't test the other chapters. If all the other indicators happen to just say yes, you are in the right direction, then you can make money. But the question is, are you willing to take that chance? Are you willing to only use supports and resistances? So that's why there is a very, very big risk of using only support and resistances. So please go ahead and learn other stuff. Go ahead and learn your FIBO. Go ahead and learn your VPVR. Go ahead and understand how web scraping is done on crypto because this is a very, very powerful tool. And that is what we personally use. We use liquidation data online to go ahead and plan our trades better. So that is basically how it works. But just a short recap of this presentation, what is support and resistances? Why is it important to use support and resistance, right? Because you wanna know where the prices rarely breaks below or rarely goes above. How to plot support and resistances, very simple. I gave you that four step process. What is the difference between a short-term timeframe and a long-term timeframe of support and resistance? Longer term happens rarely, but it's stronger. Shorter term happens more frequently, but it's weaker. So for itchy fingers and for swing traders, right? And obviously there are a lot of risks of just using support and resistances in trading. So I hope you guys enjoyed this presentation. Uh, thank you so much for everybody for coming on. But what I'll do is I'll stop the recording now. And for those of you that want to ask us questions, we will go ahead and answer the questions now. Thank you for listening to our official CoinAsh podcast. If you'd like to see more content from us, daily update news about crypto markets, technical analysis, free trainings, live sessions, follow us on Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, and come to our Telegram channel. That's the most important thing at CoinHash Network. And if you found this podcast useful, remember to like, share, and subscribe. Thank you so much.